0: Alright, baby, and we're live with another N85 podcast. I am joined from a fellow Knopf brother right here, my boy T Money5. What's up, brother? <laughs> was good, my boy? The first black man on the <laughs> podcast, brother. You're the Obama <laughs> of the fucking N85 right now, bro. We're going crazy. Yes, sir. Um Yeah, bro, I want to get you on because bro, I we've been seeing each other at uh out on the Knopf, right? We'd be on the fucking bars. we be uh <laughs> yesterday, we yesterday I literally saw this man at bowling, right? I was out bowling with the with the homies and shit. We were going crazy. You know, if you're a long-time listener of the podcast, you know that, bro. We be going out (laughs) and shit. We be going wild. boys be getting lit. Yeah. I mean, you saw it firsthand yesterday, right? Every
1: time they turn it up.
0: We were going with shots after shots <laughs> after shots, bro. And especially where we go, bro, that we know the managers, so they give us a bunch of fucking like free drinks and all that. Uh, yeah, most definitely. We love it. But um, I keep seeing him out, and he keeps coming up to me like, "Yo, let me get on the pod, let me get on the pod." And then, you know, I respect that. Whenever people are like, "Yo, come on, bro, I'll bring it and everything like that," I'm like, "Alright, let's go, bro." and And exactly. uh, I had no guests today. I was gonna do this by myself, but I was like, "Hey, you know what? Fuck it, bro. Let's roll." Because you know, we're from the same place, so I know that we can relate to a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? Orange we're from the, the knocks. If you. If you don't know what the north is, explain it to the to all the viewers um the noth, at home. What the north is? Yeah, in your own definition, what is the north? Because I've been asked that before. Like I always say, the north, like that's where we are from. In your definition, what what is the north?
1: Really, the north, the north really is like specifically, regardless of the region or location, the north is the north, the part of wherever you're from. It's just the north side. The north side, the north same thing. The Migos really started the north. Yeah, has, right? the daz, right? Thirty four thirty four hundred north. Lawrenceville, basically. Yeah. Um,
0: so it's like a it's like a whole area. It's like North Atlanta basically it's. Where basically like, Gwinnett. Yeah, Gwinnett, it's, it's Gwinnett
1: <laughs> excluding like the northern regions of Gwinnett. The rich it's like, Gwinnett, the rich. It's places. like the Hispanic part, the the, 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 the the browner demographic of of Gwinnett. Yeah. is the
0: north. It's where all, like, the black and the brown community meet and, you know, live in harmony. Yeah, a, harmony. Yeah, yeah, harmony. Most, we hope, you know, most yeah, of the no, time and but shit yeah, like that. yeah, that's
1: what the north is. It's and north north it's different
0: north 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 from Atlanta, north. right? It's like, because uh, a lot of people claim both sides that aren't, you know what I'm saying? So some people will be like, yo, where are you from? You know what I'm saying? And you'll be like, oh, I'm from Atlanta. Like, no, you're from that nah, That's what nah. the Migos got in trouble for that a lot yeah. back in the day, right? They'll be like. Yeah. They'll hit them with the interview like oh are you from yeah I'm from Atlanta but if you're actually from here you'll know that they're you know what I'm
1: saying yeah you know, when you' from when you're from the north and versus being from Atlanta like everything is pretty much the same I mean the the language is the same the lingo is the same the the way we dress is the same it's just people that's from Atlanta like it's Atlanta is different from the suburban even though it's a residential areas in Atlanta it's still suburbs, and lower income.
0: Yeah. So,
1: Atlanta is, like, it's not really the best as far as, like, there's certain parts, it's, it's certain parts of every place where it's good, but most of Atlanta is filled with crime and, you know, poverty, unfortunately. You know, in
0: your, uh, in your own eyes, do you think it's important, like, uh, say you have, like, kids and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it important where you raise your kids, like, the location of your you know, where you're raising your family and shit like that, you know, how they're going to grow up to be. Because, I, you know, I was just talking to my homie earlier. I was like, I'm technically like a statistical improbability yeah. because all the people that I hung out with when we were young bro, they all went down a bad route. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I said, we all from the north. They're either in jail, drug addicted, or fucking dead, bro. I have a lot of people that I know no, that are literally. fucking dead now and shit like that. Yeah. And I didn't go down that route. I decided like, yo, I care about, I care about my life. I actually care about shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I care, care about, about my grades. Legacy. I care about my family. I care about building something for yeah. my future. Yeah. So I didn't go down that route. So you know what I'm saying? So in your eyes, is it important, you know what I'm saying, to like plant yourself in a location where you have a better, you know, I guess shot at life?
1: Oh, yeah, Um, definitely, of course. Um, Especially with children. Children are so easily influenced. Yeah. And, uh, can be swayed by influences and different people and celebrities and people that have no idea intentions just they just don't they're naive to things that adults know about Mm -hmm. and so uh, as an adult you know you you have a little bit more fortitude when it comes to being influenced by your environment or your peers or anyone because i mean you're really stuck in your ways but as a kid like it's really you have no choice where you raised up at, you know. It's it's, it's up it's to you. It's the
0: the hand you're dealt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you just got to make like, the best of it.
1: If you there, you there. Like that's a lot of people don't understand, you know, lower income areas and how people interact in those areas and versus, you know, where Jared and Johnny live.
0: Yeah, and Alpharetta, where we are. right now. <laughs> you can
1: leave your door on. you can leave your door open all night. The the the, the, the raccoon ain't going to come in. So and um, it's crazy how like you know people in that area and kids like it's so foreign to them
0: like well, what do you mean like somebody could just come in like my fucking house and rob my shit at any moment (laughs) you mean that you guys have to fucking be like at uh on guard like 24/7 bro even like um back in school right yeah I feel like kids nowadays are actually really fucking soft bro back in my days in our days when we were like freshmen and shit bro do you I don't know if you remember but at Berkmar it was seven a.m., bro. Freshman, the first week of school, we saw like three fucking fights going down that day, bro. People just fucking boom, 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 and it's because, bro, back like the way we were raised, it was just like, yo, you talk shit, bro. Like that's the noff ass shit, right? You talk <laughs> shit, bro. Let's go, bro. It don't matter where the fuck yeah. we at. It don't matter
1: like literally what's that's going exactly on. Exactly how it wasn't
0: enough, bro. I had some fucking homies, um, <coughs> Uh they were outside of school, right? They had, I think they were like Skippy or some shit, and they were in front of the McDonald's right next yeah. to Bergmar, right? And then some dudes that also went to our school like jumped his ass and took his fucking phone and took his shit. Yeah. And then so, you know that you got to get them back. So then the next day he got his homies and they uh they caught up to him in the fucking lunchroom, put up like ten deep. They fucking got his ass and shit like whooped that. His ass. They they whooped like him and his <laughs> homies ass. So I was like, damn, bro. See, personally, me for me, I would not have done that. You know, I guess that might be like the right thing to do, like uh, like the code to like not not the code to the street but like you know what I'm saying like just shit that you know like this is how we get even type shit and
1: with me d- did when the first initial conflict happened did did he get jumped or the person just got his ass kicked
0: no he got jumped it was 2v1 so my homie was out like just walking and shit the dudes pulled up on him jumped him together and took like took his phone and shit okay Probably yeah no
1: that's fair game then i don't agree with jumping i don't like yeah that shit. i mean either
0: i think that's some whole hoe-ass shit you there's you no point in that.
1: Are we jumping y'all back? It's I only feel like, fair.
0: So I think there's a uh, there's certain instances where maybe jumping would be cool. So say like a guy put his hand on a girl that that's like in your in your section. Like I have a whole group, and one of my homegirls is there, and the dude like fucking either push her or disrespects her. You're getting jumped, bruh. Oh God, that I think that's probably one of the the few instances where like okay, maybe I see that. But like you know, on some hoe ass shit where you are just like robbing something, like
1: you know what I'm saying.
0: But they, they ended up getting back. You With know the saying?
1: scenario you just said, um, I think it's not a good idea to jump somebody that do some stuff like that in the section, specifically because, um, like, bro, it's the real world. It's not no movie shit, bro. Like, I'm not about to go to jail. I got to work tomorrow, bro. There's
0: consequences, There's right? There's
1: consequences to that shit, bro. And it's just, you got to weigh that shit, like, you know. And it depends. It really depends. Like, you know, some girls might get drunk and do some nut shit, you know, um smack a guy or put their hands on a guy and um i'm not saying that because i mean as a, in my opinion as a man like if you put your hands on a girl like you're not really a man yeah bro. You're, like, ho. you're tripping yeah and so it de- you know really depends on the situation because don't get me wrong i can understand it you know if you keep hitting somebody you can you know don't expect f- for nothing to happen back mm-hmm. but me like knowing how i am and how what i gotta do tomorrow and knowing I got responsibilities and people who, you know, need me to do certain things, um, we might not jump them. It might be one person out of the group who's designated to get down on him. But, you know, um, no cap. sometimes we might have to check them. Sometimes we may have to intimidate them. But if it gets to a certain point, we yeah, we got to wait. For, we got to go outside and handle business and get out of there so we don't face no consequences. Oh, <laughs> Did you get
0: into any fights at school?
1: Uh, I got into one fight at school. Oh really? In high school. uh,
0: How'd that go down, bro?
1: Freshman year. (laughs) I am not a fighter, bro. I'm I'm You know what I mean either,
0: but but I never shied away from it. You feel me? I I never started. I never yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: But um I, i'm not a fighter i'm more of a jokey joke type of guy you know yeah, I, I make same. people laugh but uh I, I, that's
0: I why had, i focused you in high school bro because you were literally <laughs> the, the 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 like the jokester you know what i'm saying you're cool everybody i was like, still smart too though yeah. i was
1: always like even me and you had uh you have hon- hon- honors yeah honours, mr uh gifted. i forgot his name you gifted gifted <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i definitely was more on the intelligence side so i picked my fights wisely and you know i, I wiggled out of situations where i might have had to fight but i you know use my charm and like that uh, yeah talk your way out out of talk my way out of it you know just like i'm really not a fighter but i remember um freshman year um even to to um, add on to what you said freshman year uh uh, berkman high school was totally different because it was before the split the the, um oh the meadow creek Creek kids kids came over discovery so if you don't
0: know about that it's like a local thing right where we have I'm sure everybody has it where you have two rival schools and shit like that. So a fucking crazy thing that happened like uh, during our high school year was that there's a new school that was being built. So they divided up like the, the what's it called? Like the region, the, the section. Regions, yeah, basically. yeah, like um, school zones, school zones. That's what it was The school zones into like whole different things. So now like a lot of the kids from the rivalry school that was kind of ne- like near us and shit it was a couple miles away. Some of them were coming to our school now. So then, shit was gonna get shit was getting weird, bro. Like getting wicked. Yeah, people did not fuck with each other and shit like it that. Was before so before
1: the split, and so I remember around that time, and um, it was totally different. And uh, it was just harsh. It was a little bit more harsh. It was a little bit more um, negative. It wasn't, you know, a positive you know a positive thing back then um a lot of times we used to roast we will roast you oh hell yeah and you know yo you
0: can't roast bro if you can't take a roast take i don't roast, fuck, fuck with you bro. The,
1: you gotta sit at the nerdy table you, <laughs> you gotta sit, sit by up, yourself bro. you gotta sit with the you know you gotta go inside silent lunch you gotta go be quiet because you know if you come sit at this table you're gonna get roasted <laughs> yeah but
0: it's like all the thing is it's all out of love bro yeah, it like rocks. like that's how you know you fuck with him if you can take a joke if you can fucking talk about you know your fucking, your appearance and shit, and you still like all laugh it off. that's when you know you're cool, that's part of the culture it shows you know strength,
1: saying? yeah, it shows strength, it shows resilience when you can do that, yeah mm-hmm. um, so one day, um you know it's the same bickering, the usual lunch bicker <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, I usually get on one guy a little bit more, just no particular reason, I don't have any you know problems with him or frustrations with him but you know, it was just one guy I was just picking on more that day. Oh. And I guess one day he was just fed up with it. Yeah, you set and, a vibe, uh, bro. And so, you know, some instigation here, some instigation there. And now it's like, you know how it goes. Like, oh, now you got to fight or you a bitch. Oh. And so I'm like, oh. so they say that line. It's like, I'm a freshman, bro. And
0: was uh, this at, at lunch? Like this a was cancer? at lunch. Oh, God. This was 100% at lunch. And, and um, this gets even worse because all your peers are watching, bro. All the shorties are there. watching. Like, yeah. It
1: wasn't even a lot of shorties at the table. It was really just me and the guys. <laughs> but word spread fast in high school, <laughs> freshman yeah. year. Like, you know, video. And, and somebody going to be recording all this. 100%. So, you I know, was that is, guy. This is the age of social media. It's going to be all over Instagram. It's going to be all over kick. It's going to be <laughs> oh, everywhere. over the kick, yeah. It's going to be everywhere. The so, vines, bro. <laughs> And so, you know, after that, that um, the um, specific dialogue had taken place, um, you know, I, it was on go. We had to go. We was right there in the freshman hallway, right there where the door is open in the front of the building, that bathroom right there, and they're 20 deep, 20, 20 30 deep. Damn, son. And, um, you know, I ain't going to say his name because I still, you know, follow We still, we don't talk, but I still got him on social media. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, yeah. would yeah. be like that. So yeah, we fought. I won. <laughs> oh, I was the first fight. I ended up winning the fight, but it was a bunch of wrestling and and hitting going yeah, on. Yeah, There's yeah, really yeah. no winner. There's obviously a winner to a fight, but like long as you fought, bro. Where I'm from, long as you fight, like
0: respect. That's you it. Get you get respect. Just, yeah, like, you're fighting it. for your respect. Yeah, that's what both of us. As was long like, as bro. you don't get knocked the fuck out, bro. Yeah, Even you're if good. you
1: get knocked out, it's a fight, bro. Like you might get killed in a fight. Somebody the thing is, might, you, you'll
0: get roasted though. You oh yeah, you're get- gonna
1: get roasted, <laughs> but. And I bet you they ain't gonna fight you.
0: That's true.
1: Cause you fought. They know you got the heart to fight. So yeah, I got into a fight, man. Um. You know my
0: my uh my little brother, dude. He um he still made it in time for like you know if they if they had a beef, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna settle it. The only problem with him, right? So I'm I'm a nice five eleven. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. other brother, he's also the same height as me, five yeah. eleven, and he's like six yo- years younger than me. But my youngest brother, he was like kinda like the runt. Yeah. This man is like way shorter than us, way smaller than us. So he didn't have like the physical capabilities that we have. So whenever he got like picked on, he never shied away from the fight. But he did end up getting like, you know, he ended up getting hit more, you know what I'm saying? But that was kinda like a blessing in disguise because now he's he he'll for real fuck you up though he learned from those like you know experiences and shit like that those L's those L's you know lessons that's what they was yeah they were the and now he dude, now he's not scared of nobody but now he'll be like alright bro you wanna fucking hood let's go bro <laughs> he's on go time so I yeah. respect that and shit like hell that yeah
1: that's respect
0: but um speaking of school you know there's this uh thing that I was talking about with a homie uh earlier and I want to get your take on it okay so. Do you remember all the fucking nostalgia and all that cool shit that you got from like elementary school when you were in recess or in field day? You know what I'm saying? Where you saw the whole like everybody there, the you know what I'm saying? School came out. Dude, it was so much fun, but I was telling my homie, I was like, imagine we had that like in high school. What 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 shit would have been like? Now, do you think it's it would've been a good thing or you think it would've been a bad thing?
1: It wouldn't have worked. And why school. do you why do you think
0: so? I mean,
1: people got cars, bro. Like if we have a field day, people going to be smoking <laughs> a few people going to be dead. off pills, off X pills
0: You really think our high school is like They're going to be back there. Somebody's
1: going to be back there getting some neck. Yeah, you okay. You You already know you already it's going to be going down, especially at Bergmar. Like, what? Come on, no. No, nah, never- well,
0: okay, so this is what I said. I, I thought that it was a good idea. I think that they they should have implemented, like, you know, uh, they probably would have not called it a recess, but, like, a time where – um. It was structured like uh, lunchtime, where you get to like, all Socialize. go out. Yeah, cause um, I don't know if you've seen, but like maybe in the movies you up, sometimes see it, but like movies that are based in like California and shit like that. Yeah, their their schools are all like outdoor-based kind of vibe. So whenever like they're in between classes, that's like some Zoe one-on-one shit right there. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's <laughs> what it's like, right? They're they're chilling by a tree, like all of them. So there's some kids playing guitar, yeah. like they're all hanging out, it's sitting down shit, in bro, the grass. I think that's just so awesome, like you know, it it, it helps build like you know. Um, I guess friend groups, but also, like, you know what I'm saying? You get to socialize with other people that you normally wouldn't have or, you know what I'm you saying? Just,
1: it just put, it, it, it mingles people that ne- uh, under normal circumstances wouldn't, wouldn't have mingled.
0: Yeah, because, yeah, dude, I I think back on school, I'm like, damn, our school, especially, everything was indoors. You never see the outside, like, you, you see barely going from seat building to fucking, you know, yeah. inside, but, like, you know, it, it kind of sometimes feels like a prison. It
1: sometimes feel like it is. It's institutionalized, just like a prison.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you just feel like shit. You're like, damn, like I, I have to go to this. But I feel like things like that would have made you want to, you know, what I'm saying, not made you want to go to school, but made it like the incentivized, made it easier
1: socializing, and you want to go to school because you want to see your friends and yeah. like. Y'all good at math, so it's math groups. The same thing you see in like anime and cartoons. Yeah, like
0: the groups building shit, right? You know, all the goths, all the hipsters, the the athletes. That made people
1: want to go to school. Like, okay, I want to go to school to hang out with my friends. Even if we can all skip together, you still want to go to your mind. You're not going to skip every day. I didn't skip every day. I skipped sometimes. I did too. I was going to skip inevitably. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. My friends was like, nah, let's not skip today. Uh. Okay, let's go to class. Okay, let's focus on our grades.
0: Well, okay. see, I was always scared of consequences, but That's one thing I've always had for me is like, um, you know, I, I had it built in me that I was like, I don't want to get in trouble, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So You're maybe that's kid. that's part of the reason. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I didn't go down that bad route. I just had that shit instilled in me, like, yeah, that shit comes with consequences. I mean, like that.
1: every that's the everybody doesn't have that. It's like a safe switch, like a a a, a stop switch. Like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I probably shouldn't do that. It's just your, it's it's it's. Kind of tied into your intelligence as well like you intelligent enough God gave you that gift to like not make dumb decisions like, yeah. to think like oh I probably should not do that <laughs>
0: dude in the last podcast I kind of we kind of spoke on this uh, I had said that you know parents should analyze their kids. And be like, yo, does my fucking kid got it, bro? Is this man, like, Definitely. can I trust them to, you know, go out and it's just, like, you know, like.
1: And live life. Live life. To, to, or do to, I, I have to fucking. name.
0: Yeah, or do I have to fucking, like, shelter them a little more? Because they probably don't got that, like, you know, common sense and shit like that. My brother, he called me. He's like, yo, I just listened to the podcast and shit. He's like, yo, I thought when you uh, when you were talking about that, you were going to call my ass out and be like, yeah, my little brother, he don't got it, bro. <laughs> I was like, nah, 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 chill, bro. We, we probably do got it, bro. Because if no, not, yeah. you'd be nervous.
1: Everybody don't have it and some people what I realize, some people need to learn the hard way. And mm. It's unfortunate because I'm not that type of person. You know, I was growing up with an OG telling me, you know, I'm not a a OG like on oh, some gangs. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, just an older person who a knows A wiser more, person. Yeah. And he would just tell me certain things and that would keep me out of trouble most of the times. Like even sometimes, like any even now I'm twenty three, about to be twenty three and when I make when I feel like I'm about to make a decision that i'm conscious about like i'm like okay like i probably you know on the edge about i call him and you know he gives me like okay you probably shouldn't do that you probably should do that and that saves you a lot of the time bro because and sometimes some people aren't like me though like to where they can hear that information and and process it it to like okay okay i'm not gonna make this decision yeah actually implement that yeah some people hear that and be like boom it goes out the other ear. Let's go. We still going. Yeah. And those people, honestly, bro, it's unfortunate because sometimes it'd be like, oh, this kid was, he was a good kid. And when they shot the party up, they hit the only good kid. Mm. And it's just like some people, it just takes, you know, not all the mistakes you make is going to be able to be, you know, it's not, it's going to be a valuable lesson taught. Sometimes that lesson might just be you dying and all the other people in the party learning that uh, lesson. Oh, yeah. Like damn, an example out of somebody. An unfortunate, unfortunate example. Like s- any of them people could have got hit. Like, so, like
0: the- takeoff, bro. Like that's the fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In front and off like that's one of the local shit that we go to. Like he would, he just happened to be at the wrong place he, at the wrong time. He, he got letting, in the crossfire. He
1: wasn't even at the wrong place at the wrong time. Nothing It shouldn't even have been happening, bro. Right. This yeah. was the wrong place in general. He was at the wrong place. At the, he was at the wrong, he was existing in the wrong realm, bro. He shouldn't even yeah. have been there. He shouldn't even have been hanging out with these folks. He a millionaire. His net worth was $27 million.
0: Yeah.
1: Unless there was a million dollars in the pot, he shouldn't have been there.
0: <laughs> well, they were he shooting shouldn't nice, be, bro. <laughs> he he shouldn't definitely have, not for a million,
1: million though. Bro, he should have he been somewhere in Vegas. Yeah. He should have seen them and been like, oh yeah, I'm about to be in the car. Me and Shorty, uh, even if, me and Shorty, we about to be in the car rolling up. We about to be in the car sparking up, Hey, we finna go over here real quick, bro. Matter of fact, hey, you come over here with me. We finna be over here. Yeah, I ain't even playing dice. I'm not even finna be over here. And unfortunately, some lessons is lessons for not only you. Unfortunately, you learned the lesson too late, you know. But some lessons could be for the people that's surrounding you too. See, um,
0: on that topic, dude, the the gun topic is a really like uh, interesting thing for me, right? Because we were um <clears throat> we were talking about the uh. Before the podcast started about, you know, where I live, I feel so safe here, but I fucking love it here. That's mm-hmm. why I pay a lot of money to live here. Yeah. And like, um, I was talking to my roommate, actually, I was like, Hey, how do you, how would you feel like if, you know, I have a gun like in that house and shit like that? You know, mm-hmm. would that give you anxiety? You know, cause I want to be like transparent with them. You of know what course. I'm saying? I don't want, you know, the people that I'm living with to feel at edge. You know what I'm saying? If it's that, that's a thing that bothers them. You know what I'm saying? Then that that's going to be a conversation to yeah, be that's, had that's and shit like that. Right um, but I, I'm I I feel good about where I live to where I don't have to have a gun, but I'm not opposed to having one, you know what I'm saying? You know? Um I, is it true? I think I saw I saw your stories. Did you go out in the rain shooting some guns well, or yeah, am I tripping? I'm a, I'm a gun. Was that collector. you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you fuck with them, bro? It, yeah. Ooh. Um
1: my take on guns and not just for you, but in general, people who young like us and have the opportunity and the, you know, finances to buy some protection. It's just like buying a car alarm or a house alarm. It's like mm. it's like a body alarm. It's a tool. It's like having a tool. It's like having a screwdriver for when you need a screwdriver. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, believe it or not, I have my gun on me right now. Mm-hmm. You can't tell, but it's on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's not because I don't trust you. No yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not because I don't I'm not safe in this area. This is a safer area than I live in. Mm-hmm. But it's just a tool that I would rather have it and not have to use it yeah than that's the that's need it the, yeah. and not have it like oh my God I can't believe I'm in a situation like this I got a story like that later we're gonna get on to but you <laughs> know um I think i I think anybody and especially it's just the environment we live in and the state we live in they passed a law I don't know if you know about this but they passed a law earlier last year where if you don't have any felonies, you can carry a gun. Yeah. conceal. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And everybody that don't got a felony ain't competent enough to handle a gun. Yeah. So that made me So that that's really who, get more.
0: On the topic that we're talking about, like, you know, some people got it and some people don't. That's the thing with the gun. Imagine the people that don't got it up here and they they got a gun. Just that's because where they don't have like, any felonies. Yeah. That's it's where shit gets like, you know. That's you where shit get wicked. But the thing is, like, you also can't, you know what I'm saying, um, You can't account for all that, all those kind of you know instances. You can't be like, it's not a definite thing. Like, oh, there's a lot of these people out there. You know, we can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's
1: it's not something you can count. It's not something you can anticipate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was. To a certain extent, you can because the the statistics only can been going up. Mm -hmm. You know, year by year. So you probably can't say it's gonna get worse. (laughs) But um, honestly, I think they should do like a a general competency test. For new gun buyers. And um, I think there should be a license. In, in gun states like freedom states like we live in. This is a freedom state, you know. Mm-hmm. They really uphold. This is a confederate state. They uphold that gun <laughs> shit. Now, you ain't yeah, gonna take yeah. their guns. That's their shit, bro. Was, for real. And so, Jesus I think, Christ and God. Yeah, literally. I think there should be. Um, I think you should have a card. Not a CCW, but a competency card. Like, in every. Who knows? Four years, five years, you have to renew it. You have to go take a test and see have you emotionally changed and ah. have you um, mentally changed in those five years.
0: So kind of like a standardized test that would measure almost kind of like an IQ test. It's not something you can study for, but something that just sees like you know what kind of person you yeah. are type shit. Like yeah. you know how you think, how
1: you treat animals and shit. Yeah, how, the your You're, outlook on life and life itself, not just human life. But how you'll treat a dog the same way you'll treat an animal. Yeah, so it has some
0: animal. level of empathetic yeah. measurements, you know what I'm All saying, that comes into you're...
1: play when you have a gun, bro, because... Because it's, it's, it's how,
0: how empathetic you are to that person, so like, how yeah. willing Not are you to... Not even to fucking... that
1: particular person, to life itself. How oh, much do you value I like that. I like life? like I like that. Because, like, when I think about, you know, shooting somebody, I'm thinking about, like, that's somebody's dad, yeah. or that's somebody's brother. Someone loves somebody, that person. You know, he grew up, he went and played outside with his group of friends, and... Those people really remember him and shit like that. It's just like, I don't. I might shoot you in your leg. I'm more empathetic. Uh, he's yeah. tripping. Like, I might shoot. I might shoot you in your stomach or something. Something that ain't gonna kill you. I mean, if it kill you, shit. I didn't want to. But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was defending myself, bro. I was my blood was pumping. But it's just that part of empathy inside. I love animals, bro, and like I love life. Like, life is so much bigger than like what you know, bro.
0: And that's something that you like um gets. I don't even want to say enhanced, but... Well, I guess kind of enhanced as you get older, you know what I'm saying? Once you get, become wiser and more sympathetic. But I, I make this joke all the time on this podcast. I'm like, bro, I got on soft, bro. Like, I, I fucking, like, uh, everything to me now, like, I kind of put myself in the in the, its shoes so like my dog like if it's your like, perspective yeah Change i'm like damn is it is it like sad like fuck like i want to make it happy i want to make it as happy as possible and then like or thinking about like all the fucking homeless dogs in the world <laughs> i'm like ah oh, damn i get sad <laughs> yeah, like nah. fuck bro and you were Definitely. dog people right you are telling yeah. me that you are a dog person yeah. you think about that shit like that and you get sad you're like fuck i wish i could fucking help all the dogs and shit yeah you know. Like literally, um, fuck it, Let's switch up topics, bro. You had you said you had a story about uh, you know an uh, Atlanta. Like, we'll fucking bring this all together, bro. Atlanta and guns, bro. You t- you were telling me about a, a okay. story about that shit, bro. Uh, Take yeah, it away. I'm gonna
1: get into it. So, okay, so um, I remember I had a, um, I had a party. I got invited to. Really, I didn't get invited to it. Somebody that I'm very close to got invited to it. And okay.
0: They're like, yo, tag along. Yeah, they.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want something to do. What you finna do tonight? And they're like, yeah, we finna go to this party. She got invited to the party from some guy she was kind of like within a situation ship with, mm-hmm. and he knew the person who was throwing the party. So in my head, I'm like, and I know him too. So I'm like, okay, we should be good. We should be good. Like, okay, I'm i going to trust it to a certain extent. It was in Atlanta, but I was like, I'll I'll trust it to a certain extent. And so, you know, we, we push up, we, we pull up to the party in Atlanta and you know, I got my pole on me and you know how that go. Mm-hmm. And, um, i'm i'm chilling i'm you know i'm doing what they do i'm rolling up and you know but i'm also you know looking around and seeing what's going on with everybody else so yeah i like that that's that's clear and i'm also you know seeing what's going on with everybody else and so she notices this and she's like yeah you know how girls is i believe this and so carefree she's like oh you're tripping like you you don't gotta worry about this you don't gotta worry about that
0: right like overconfident about like the situation like no we're good naive naive
1: don't understand don't know what guys do when they got this or what guys do they don't understand guys Hundred percent. they just understand the the sexual part of guys they don't understand (laughs) the sophisticated part of guys and how different types of guys think and as soon as we see a group of guys walk in the party we already know okay like it's about time to you know dial it down we about to leave (laughs) and so you know i'm analyzing she's like yeah don't worry don't worry so we end up you know Pulling up, you know, we were rolling up, analyzing. And the way the street was, a lot of streets in Atlanta is, like, very small one-way streets. Or yeah, that's why the, I don't fucking drive down there. Even the, Even the two-way streets is small. So, it's just like, it's a, and on this particular road we was on, all the cars was parked on the left side and the right side. All the way. Three football fields long. Left side, right side. You couldn't even It was cars all the way down the road. Christ. So we parked at the top of the hill, top of the hill. It was like one of those, one of those hills that when you was a kid and you had a bike, you couldn't wait to go down. And it was on, it was each side of the street was a hill. It was like a bowl and he stayed in the middle of the bowl. And so we went down there, you know, we parked, went down there and, you know, I brought my pistol with me just thinking if it's a house party, mm, I might be able to bring my pistol in here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it's unlikely at any know. house parties that it's a house they'll party. Pat you down. It's
1: a house party. They might I not threw a lot back in the day. I should have yeah. done that, though. I yeah, should have fucking patted motherfuckers but, down. Bro, but it. the people you invited wasn't like knuckleheads. So some of the people was, but they wasn't knucklehead enough to do some st- like that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, nah, it wasn't like that. That's no, why. Yeah, 100, 100, I, and we was all yeah. 18, 17, it, yeah. 16. Mm-hmm. Like, we wasn't worrying about stuff like that. We should not have had fun. So you know, I bring my gun down there, thinking, you know, I'm gonna bring it in here, like it's a house party. I definitely need it on me. Mm-hmm. And so I went in down. I went down there. You know, they pat. I'm, am I'm, I'm seeing him. Okay, okay. There's a guy at the door patting people down. I'm like, oh fuck. So I'm like, damn. Should I go back to the car? I'm gonna just see what he says. I end up giving the, uh, giving my gun to the guy that, at the door. The guy who's at the door patting people down is the guy who threw the party.
0: He's, oh. he's the security.
1: He's he's it's his, it's his house. Yeah. And so I give him to him. Like, he knows the guy we came with. Like, I'm good. Like, at the worst case scenario, you live here, bro. Like, well, you can't really do nothing about it. It's not a and b You live here. And so, you know, I give him a gun. We get in the party. It's like, it's, my, it's a wrench. Atlantic cribs aren't big cribs. No, they're not. Yeah. It's like 150 people in this party, bro. Oh, God. It's a nice ratio, though. The party's lit. The party's okay, jumping. Okay, okay. Round of applause. It's going Man, crazy yeah. in here. Oh, that's the classic, bro. It's going that's crazy the classic. in here. As soon as we walk in, that song turned on. We like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, going to be a party yeah, yeah, party. Yeah, it's so a know. party party. Yeah. And so, you know, we getting comfortable. I'm rolling up in here. I'm rolling up another one. And so, you know, we in the kitchen area. You know, the, the party, uh, a lot of the houses in Atlanta are structured, like, Either it's a front door with a porch and then a side door with a garage yet. Mm -hmm. Or not a garage. They don't have a lot of garages in Atlanta. They got, like, driveways. It's a long driveway to go to the back of the house. Right. And so the entrance to the party wasn't the front door, but the side door by the the driveway. And so, you know, when we get in, the first thing you see is, like, laundry room, all these doors closed, the kitchen. And then, you know, you go through the front, and it's the kitchen right here and the dining room and the living room in the front of the crib and so you know we get into the party we in the kitchen and um you know we just uh we just vibing in the party man we just got here we vibing man people still coming in we in the kitchen we in the neck of the kitchen so everybody walking through us to get to the living room and the dining room like and so we chilling we vibing the music jumping you know, we can't even see the front of the house where the 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 living room and and the couches and stuff at. We can't even we can see it when somebody move out the way, but it's so thick in here we can't see it. So mm, yeah. So uh, eventually, like I dial back, I I I go to the back of the party where the 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 um, entrance is, because at this point, like it's not a lot of people coming in the party. Like the party basically started. It's yeah. the middle of the party. It's and at um, the peak. Anybody who else coming here, they late. So, yeah, 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 so anybody coming in, you know the girls back here, you know, I'm chilling, you know, and I wasn't I don't be going to parties for girls, I go for the you know the music and stuff like that, vibe, the vibe, just you know i'm I don't try to be one of those hounds, you know, yeah, 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 ain't, yeah. you, you oh, ain't yeah. no man, you were like that, so yeah, so you know, I go to the back, you know, in the door, I go to the back thirty seconds forty five seconds, rolling up, you know, flapping to the music, <laughs> next thing I know, the door flies open, bro, fly. Oh. <laughs> through the entrance to the party, the side door. And it's the guy who threw us through on the party, the security, slash owner of the house, slash guy who's throwing the party. So he flies through the door, and I'm standing in front of where he's trying to go. So I step to the side. He opens the door, goes in, in his room, grabs something, comes out. Bro, it's a, it's a gun, bro. It's a big gun, too. It's an AR with, like, a scope oh, on it. God, it's a scope bro. on it. He had a foregrip on it. A bunch of things you need tax stamps for. Jesus, he pulled out some he fucking out modern some, warfare some shit. Some literally, but- bro, literally an M4. He pulled out an, a literal yeah. M4. And, and I'm just like... And the party's still going on. The only people who see it is the people who was in this dark area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's a bunch of girls like, oh, my God, you know how girls is. They just... They all in a little roach circle, like, you know, conjuring up what they're conjuring up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just sitting there, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what the fuck? So, in the next minute, he comes back in. The two people who were outside doing security come back in. And he goes back in his room. This time, he goes under his bed and grabs a fucking Uzi, bro. A what Uzi. The fuck, a, bro. U- a real Uzi now. Yeah, I'm yeah. standing right here watching a real Uzi. With a, a reflex sight on it, I don't know why I had a sight on it. It's yeah. an Uzi. You're not about. It's to close aim range. It. It's close to, range. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And so he he um he takes that outside, and the other guy, who was at the door doing security, he's inside the house with us, pushing us in the bedroom. Like yo, nobody can go outside. Nobody can go outside. So I'm I'm panicking at this point. I'm like, what? I'm trying to get out the window. I'm like, bro, I'm not finna stay inside this party, bro. Like anything is safer than this house that yeah. I, I don't even know y'all, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not finna get y'all, you know. Right to secure me and my security, nah. So I'm trying to get outside through the windows, but this is one thing I don't like about the hood. There's trash bags over the windows, bro. Oh.
0: black
1: <laughs> black trash bags. And not only that, like there's bars on the outside. I'm like, bro, yeah. what, what is this? Um, this, this is a gas trap. Bro. This is a gas chamber. What's going on in here? <laughs> and so you know. I'm like, bro, let us out. Everyone's screaming. For some reason, in a situation like this, girls are screaming at the top of their lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's going to do. We need to put our brains together and formulate a plan. Sounds like a goddamn
0: zoo in there. Sounds bro. like a
1: zoo in there. It's people <laughs> screaming. The music cut off. Everyone's screaming. Everybody's running. It's 150 people in a little-ass house, uh, bro. Yeah. It's chaotic. People trampling people in there. Mm. And so the guy comes back in with the AR, like a damn veteran walking through the crib with it. And so I'm just like begging this man like bro give me my gun bro like give me my pistol bro and like he's just like totally ignoring me like he's like nah you gotta wait bro you gotta wait he's walking to the front of the party i'm following him following him asking him for my 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 strap and so you know he gets to the front and he goes out the front door and just just leaves us all in there and i'm and everyone's like talking and girls in the back still screaming for no reason And I look through the blinds, and there's, like, a standoff outside, bro. Oh. In the driveway, there's a standoff. There's the guy who um, whose party it is, the other guy that was at the door with him, and, like, three or four guys with, like, ARs and Dracos and AKs and stuff, what bro. What the fuck? So I'm, like, I'm in disbelief. I'm, like, in my head, I immediately pictured, like, Bullets flying through the windows, flying through the house. Yeah. Just stray bullets. Narco shit, Just bro. narco. Just straight bullets. I'm like, bro, somebody about to die tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I start. I get on the ground, and I'm covering my head. Everyone's still standing up and talking. I didn't say nothing to nobody, even the people I came with. I'm just in the corner like, how did I get myself in the situation? Yep. I'm like, well, I right why now. am I here? <laughs> yeah. I'm not even like, I'm an introvert, bro. Like, why am I here? And so, you know...
0: Those are the times where you're like, God, take me out of this. Please, I will not fuck with these people no more. I will ever come here (laughs) ever again.
1: And, you know, eventually someone opens the door and people just start flooding. Flooding I'm behind the door in panic mode. (laughs) Like, it's a damn tornado warning. And so (laughs) the door flies open. People are flooding out the door. I'm trapped behind the door. I'm trying to, like, squeeze, jump over the couch, slash, get behind the door. Eventually, I get outside with my party, the people I came with. And we're starting to leave. We're like going down the stairs and there's the guy with my gun in the driveway. So I'm like, bro, he, he hands me my shit like here, bro, here, bro. Y'all get home, man. Y'all need to go home mm-hmm. y- and y'all be safe. I'm like, no, nah, nigga, you be safe. <laughs> you be safe too. Yeah. And so boom, gun in hand. I'm walking down the driveway. I just got it. I didn't even have time to put it up. I hit the edge of the driveway right in the street. Three guys in a row. The same three guys that were in the driveway before they're in the road. Walking down the street, gun in hand, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Jesus. I instantly tuck my. One of the guys on the right side, this guy says, specifically, "I'm about to shoot everybody." No fucking way, bro! I'm like, "What? Oh you no. talking about, You're talking about a black man too, bro? They was all black. Everybody here was black. That's some hey bro, i'm not a, gonna
0: say what kind of white well i, I did say it right now that's some caucasian <laughs> yeah caucasian that's shit.
1: crazy right but it, he says like some mass shooter shit. Yeah, and, yeah you know instantly i'm thinking like i thought i, I escaped i'm yeah. outside now mm-hmm. i'm even i instantly take off running because it's a two lane road remember there's yeah. two lanes they was walking from the side we parked at, so i gotta run up the other hill I'm hiding behind trash cans and bro, people running <laughs> yeah. and screaming. I'm like, bro, this is some movie shit, bro. Like, what is going on yeah. right now? And so, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, like, damn, what am I what's gonna happen if somebody walk over here with a flashlight? This is paranoid, just tweaking at this point. You see me here I'm all like, way they like they like see me huddled up, I got this little fucking eight round nine millimeter. Yeah. And so eventually, you know, I take up off the hill and I find a guy that we came with that I knew from high school that came with us to the party. And so, you know, we're talking, we're trying to figure out what we need to do because the people we when we ran, the people I came with was still behind me. And so I'm like, damn, we need, we need to make our way down there. But I need to be safe, too, though. Mm-hmm. And so before I go down there, we just trying to think about what we do. Instantly, we just like we got to go down here. I mean, we got to get to the cars. Worst case scenario, we got to go to the car. You know, I put one in the head. Another guy over here in 1911 put one in the head. I feel secure. I'm like, okay, we got two guns. He on my side. He a good yeah, guy. Yeah. He ain't going to friendly fire me. <laughs> and so eventually we make our way down the street, creeping like splinter cell, creeping through the trees yeah. and climbing up trees and jumping across. I'm too, I'm just talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But eventually, like, we leave, bro. I never go. I'm never going back to a house party in Atlanta. Yeah, ever again, ain't no fucking way, never bro. again. Ever. Ever again. See, I
0: tell people this all the time, bro. that it, House parties and all that, it sounds cool and all that, but- there's so much more repercussions than like
1: than not. The cons. It's, the pros and cons are definitely like, it's very, they're not neck and neck. It's very
0: rare that a fucking house party goes as planned, bro. I used to throw a lot. you know. I mean, you know, I was known for that shit in high school. I used to throw a lot. Bro, the last one. I've actually never talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> my last one that I threw was for my birthday. It was for my, I think it was my 18th birthday. I, think. I didn't get I to go. Yeah. It was when my porch fucking fell, bro. My porch <laughs> fell on the fucking... That's on
1: Worldstar, by the way. Yeah, so, That's bro, basically how this
0: went, I, I'll, I'll summarize it really quick, though. Um, I wanted to throw a fucking lit-ass party. I was at fucking Sweet Hut with, with a couple of my friends the <laughs> night before, right? Yeah. And they were reminiscing on the parties and shit. They were like, damn, bro, you should throw some lit-ass parties. It, it had been a while, bro. It had probably been like, a, a, like half a year yeah. since I threw my last one, right? I was like, yeah, bro, they're they awesome. I loved it. Like, I I want to do one again, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. want to really, you know, just go through with it. They were like, you know what you should do? Like, test if you still got the clout, bro. Test if you still <laughs> got it. You should promote it one day. Be like, yo, tomorrow, pull up. This is my address and see how many motherfuckers pull up. And I'm like, that sounds kind of cool, though. I was like, yo, my birthday is literally in two days. I was like. Should I just do it tomorrow? Should I just, like, post it tomorrow? And then, like, so it, that was Thursday. So I was like, should I post it Friday? And then the party's going to be Saturday. On your birthday. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, bro, just do it. You know, see it. I mean, worst case scenario, nobody comes, right? And then it's it's still whatever, birthday, you know. It's still y'all, y'all can still get lit. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm down. So I get home that night. I make a quick little flyer. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. the classic house party flyers <laughs> and shit. And then, um, so I post it the next day. Like, yo, pull up. Boom, boom, boom. So then, th- that night, it's like that scene from Project X. You've seen that movie, right? Of course. The iconic scene where you're like, aha, nobody's coming yet, bro. It's already 9 o'clock. I told everybody to pull up 9 o'clock. Yeah. It's already like Ain't 9.20. I got like two motherfuckers here, but that I don't even know. Yeah. And then I know where, bro, people just start Cars flooding. Cars start. Flooding. You just hear, boom, 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 Outside, as soon as you hear that, you're like, oh, it's fucking up." Oh, yeah, bro, people, people just start flooding through my fucking front door and shit. I'm like, holy fuck, bro, it's getting crazy. And back then, I had a nice-ass backyard and shit. It was a fucking huge a backyard. Nice ass backyard. It was huge. So I was like, yo, I told one of my homies, I was like, bro, we got to take this to the back, bro, because there's too many fucking people inside my crib right now. Like, I got to open you it just up the didn't back. didn't
1: feel comfortable with all them people. It was just too many people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, people are going to start fucking stealing shit, start yeah, breaking like, shit. Yeah, like, like, my house. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So I told everybody to get to the back. Yeah. And then, um, see, I didn't anticipate nobody going to the back of my house, right? I had a giant doghouse there built for two fucking bullies, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it was giant on my porch. So I had a porch there that was, like, elevated. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those elevated porches, which should have been a red (laughs) flag already. But I didn't think about shit like this, right? I didn't anticipate going to the fucking backyard, but we did, right? Yeah. Bro, my whole backyard ended up... I probably had a solid, like, 250 to 300 people within the first, like, hour this is all within the first hour, bro. Well, at it was 10 o'clock. crazy. It was it was literally my biggest party to date, and it was a one-day like, promotion-ass party. That shit was yeah. crazy, right? So I'm like, yo, let's just make the best of it. It's my birthday. Whenever, whenever it's your birthday, you wild out, bro. You're like, there's no oh, yeah, consequences. No. I want to go be lit. crazy, You're going to get lit. So I was like, I, I I got the speaker out there. We put on some lit-ass music. the The porch... Was kind of like the VIP section. That's where all the Definitely. the baddies were. Oh, That's yeah. where I had my drinks. I, I had like, like I had a whole yeah, fucking man. like uh, a mountain of just Corona cases, bro. Like just drinks out the ass, bro. <laughs> and so I'm lit as fuck. We're we're, in, we're about an hour deep. Yeah. And then at this time, everybody remembers where they are, where they were when this drop, when this song dropped, bro. Mo Bamba, bro. When Mo Bamba hit the streets, bro. All 100%. the house parties were lit as fuck, bro. 100%.
1: And then,
0: so, I remember at this time, there was this, like, this tweet that was going kind of viral. It was comparing uh, Mo Bamba to Finito by Chief Keefe. They're like, yo, which one's the more lit song You know, of our generation yeah. and shit like that, right? So I, I told my homie, I was like, yo, we're going to put both the fucking songs on right now, True. and then we'll see who like <laughs> who gets more lit. Like, You know what I'm saying? The, which, yeah. which song the crowd are feeling better, you know what I'm saying? So I put Mo Bamba on, it's like I got oh, and dude, Everybody's just like you. You would think Check West is fucking here, bro. Everybody's jumping like boom, tweaking and yeah, like. yeah. So then, um, we're halfway through the song, bro, and then fucking one of the boards like just breaks, like um, yeah, on the porch, and we're like, oh, it was literally right next to me. I was like, holy shit, and like a lot of people saw it, so like everybody kind of stopped to see. I was like, holy hold fuck, on, on. like yeah, like it, it kind of like it fell, like, it broke. And I was like, shit, that sucks, bro. I was like, damn. I mean, it's just one board. Like, I can, I, can can I can repair it. I could repair it tomorrow. Easy. Like, I'll be fine. My dad won't figure it out. I'll just repair it, whatever, you know? <laughs> so yeah. then uh, my homie was like, yo, should we just keep it going? Like, you yeah. know, like the the song was still playing in the background and shit like that, but we were just more focused on that. On so it kind of got that like, hey. Right? And then I was like, Nah, fuck it, let's just let's keep going, bro. I was like, Fuck it, We're, I am gonna keep partying till the whole porch comes down. I swear to God on everything <laughs> I love, I said that. I was like, We're bringing this motherfucker down, right? Not thinking it was gonna come true. <laughs> of course. So then um I was like, All right, finito next, bro. So he puts finito insane reaction, like, Duh. yeah, like gang in this bitch, and then like, and then um when the beat drops, bro, literally, Goodness. boom, yeah. The whole porch just boom. I, I remember I was there and I lo- I'm I'm like going like what this. The fuck? Bro, it all went down like on one corner and then I boom and I'm like holy shit and then like I have a giant doghouse. That that doghouse was heavy. Like it did took like ten motherfuckers to get that shit out of there. Like it is heavy. So I see this bitch coming down, I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like holding it up with like a bunch of other dudes and shit. So then we wait for everybody to get the fuck out. Everybody's like falling, like and shit like that. Like and then everybody like crawls out from under like the porch and shit and they're, they're leaving. And then like once everybody got, we kind of like let it like like drop a little yeah. and shit like that. But it was crazy. And then, even then, bro, you would think some catastrophical ass shit like that would get people to just get the fuck out. They're like, oh, the fuckers fuck they? had
1: 10 coronas. They stayed, bro. They were I staying.
0: Gotta... <laughs> I'm there like fucking shitting, bro. I'm there like, no bro, no way. Like, this I gotta ha- fix this. My dad's this, gonna kick fuck my fucking ass. Is... I can't fix this. This is not just one board. Like, yeah, is... no. Nah, this is a whole porch. I'm I'm past the point of like, Re, like this is irreparable. Like yeah, I, I can't. No. You're so not they are not going
1: to be able to fix this tomorrow.
0: So I'm there, fucking sapping on the fucking state on my front steps, and I'm like, fuck, oh, fuck. And then I just hear people in the back just ah, like still turning up and yeah, shit. Like, they don't but,
1: give a damn. It ain't your house. Yeah.
0: Eventually, how that story ends is like the the cops ended up coming because my fucking neighbors like got pissed and shit like that. And then it um, was just too late. It was it was kind of funny because uh, they made my dad wasn't there at that time, so they made me call him up. Yeah, that's what they usually do. Call to, him up. To, wherever the fuck he was, to bring him all the way back home. And they, they made me show him, like, oh, look, this happened. And, like, it was very unfortunate because, like... As hell. Now, this is what... Yeah, it was, <laughs> but These motherfucking cops, bro. These fucking Gwinnett cops Good are guy, some assholes, ass cops. bro. But that time, I think maybe since it was my birthday, I kind of played, like, the... I don't know like the, the young in card like the oh this is like my first time throwing a party I had, like, the, yeah yeah, yeah. the guy the legend guy, the, guy, <laughs> the guy was like why, why are you doing this i was like oh my i have some college friends and they wanted me to throw the party and like i didn't want to do it but they were like you know it'll be fun like we'll, we'll be cool.'" exactly you know i was just playing that card you know what i'm saying <laughs> i knew what the fuck i was doing and then he was like just make sure you never do this again because like see now you're gonna deal with these consequences you know your dad's like all upset oh so that's what i was gonna say my dad wasn't mad he was just disappointed, bro, and that actually kind of hurt worse. more. Yeah. That's even worse. It I'm hurt just, more. I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. He was like, he he looked almost sad, but He was like, you know, we have to, we're gonna have to like pay for this and stuff like that. You know, and we rented the house. We weren't, we like,
1: your we landlord's had to bu- gonna kick both of y'all. Out. Oh, bro,
0: that deposit gone, <sighs> son. Oh, what deposit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, we had to pay. I ended up paying two grand for that fucking. Uh, you had to pay that. Yeah.
1: Damn, to, you to, bro, all your bread, all the bread you had
0: saved. Gone, bro. Gone. So. That's how that went. Um speaking of parties, bro, did you ever throw someone you were like younger and shit like that? Or did you like did nah. you ever get like uh some people to pull it to the crib? Did you ever have shoddies at the crib or anything like that? Like nah. you and your homies were like, yo, pull it to the crib. Cause me and my homie, um did you ever meet Tyrone? Tyrone Seals? Nah, not him, no, no, no. Tyrone. Oh well, it it's one of my homies. His name's Tyrone. Uh he lived with me. We lived in the apartment and shit. And then uh he for the most part had like a free crib his his parents were always out and shit like that and so that i would be like yo we should throw like a party but like we we should throw a fake party so we were gonna like um post it like <laughs> at a fake party. so we we're gonna be like yo there's there's a giant party and shit like that but only invite like a certain amount of like girls this is on middle school by the way <laughs> a certain amount of girls. like the, the yeah. hot girls so we we're gonna promote it to them be like yo um, oh, don't
1: tell the ugly girls about the party. <laughs> don't tell nobody. It just, it, <laughs> just the party the was girls. gonna end
0: up being just us two, and then like five just five mellow, hot ass girls. Bad girls. Yeah, like oh, yeah. there nobody else ended up <laughs> coming. It yeah, just, I guess it's it, just us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we we ended up fucking doing that shit, but like the girls didn't end up pulling up. So we yeah. like, ah, that's funny as hell. Yeah,
1: nah, I mean, um, I didn't throw no parties, but nah, uh we I definitely contributed. I was a co-host. Um, okay. Yeah, nah, me and my boy Zay. Yeah. Um, you know, shout, shout out, out, out my boy Zay, my boy Is4G's, you know, definitely yeah. follow him, definitely uh, hop on that music train he got going on, cause yeah. it's going up, man, don't shout miss him, the bro. train, but um, yeah, no, nah, man, Zay, Zay used to throw some of the best parties, because, uh, we grown, we can talk about it now, Yeah, H- yeah his mom, his that's mom why, don't care, yeah, that's why I say anything <laughs> I want now, cause it's like, bro, I'm a
0: grown adult, I'm what are you gonna go, do, ground me? me, yeah,
1: but um, yeah, no, nah, Zay threw some of the best parties, man, cause his mom was a, um, you know she worked a lot and she would go out of town a lot. So, oh, those are the best. So, you know his parties, we over at his house all weekend, and you know all the biddies over here. So, um, yeah, no, Zay definitely threw the best parties. Uh, I got a story about that. You want me to? Yeah, go I ahead. I got a story, man. Up, okay, so we had about. I mean, I think this was um, I want to say this was junior year. We had, uh, you know, we had drinks in there. We had, you know, I don't think we were smoking at this point, but we definitely had a little bit of drinks, some smearing off, some goofy shit in there. Oh, some yeah. Cheap sh- hey, some cheap shit. Um, hey, back then, that's, that's oh, all yeah, you yeah, need. it didn't that's even matter. Need. We yeah. was kids. We alcohol was alcohol, bro. But, um, you know, so at this particular party, we probably had, you know, an R.I.P. my boy, um, R.I.P. my boy Alonzo, man. Alonzo, Zo. Zozo, Drehead Zo, man. cause see, I think he was there that night. And um I th- I want to say we had about phew, definitely had about man eight girls in there man nine Ooh, girls Okay and we had the whole squad so we needed about eight nine girls <laughs> yeah, you know The ratio so needs to need ratio yeah. no everybody get their own girl <laughs> so guy, at huh? least At the least <laughs> And so you know You know um, Definitely was a lit party You know And he had the sound bars Upstairs and downstairs So yeah. Downstairs he had the sound bar going It was really The groups of girls Didn't know each other They didn't really like each other I guess Ah know? yeah So we had one group upstairs One yeah. eight One four downstairs The other four upstairs So you know And the one upstairs Talking shit about the one downstairs Yeah no it, just, it was just two different demographics <laughs> Nah yeah it was I get two that I, I've been shit like that Yeah And so Um uh towards the end of, the you know, end of the night, man. She just started getting weird, man. I ended up kicking all of all of the girls out. Mm-hmm. They just just tweaking, bro. I kicked everybody out the party. And so eventually the girls come back, you know, they like, "Yo, can we come in?" Like, "We we we all kids here." Like, we "Oh, you want us to walk home?" Like, <laughs> "Just kick us <this> out." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like um we didn't plan on them staying the night regardless. We didn't plan on them staying the night regardless, but um we uh we let them back in, man, and um you know we let them back in. We all ended up going to sleep. Oh. And uh yeah yeah we definitely slept with the biddies over there. So oh, they, okay. it wasn't no distant biddies. These are yeah, the yeah. same biddies that usually come. Okay okay. And so we you know we end up going to sleep and no later than four or five o'clock in the morning, bro. I just hear do 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 running down the stairs like feet feet running through the house. And so the doors shut then silence. I'm like, damn, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Okay, that was weird. I wake up, Xavier. You know, Fogies can't find his phones, both of his phones. And yeah, so two
0: phones, like Kevin two games. of
1: the two of the newest phones for the time. This was like 2016, maybe 2017. Yeah, that's when the red iPhones. Were this, out. When the red iPhone had just came out, yep, yep. and the, I think <laughs> it was like the X Seven or the X Six. It was around neck and neck. Yeah. And so. It was the newest phones out for that time period, and you know both of them gone. His dumb ass gave both of them the pass. They had the passcodes. these was like just his phone. He didn't have. He had. They had passcodes, but particularly one girl knew the passwords to both of the phones. What the fuck, right? Dumb as hell. He was just too. He was just too friendly. Uh, Okay. And so you know, he wake up. He's like, "Y'all can't find either of my phones." So we're like, "Okay, that's a problem," Mm -hmm. because your mom's gonna be back at any point now. <laughs> yeah. You know, his mom leaves from Friday to sometime Sunday, maybe late Sunday, depending on her flight or if she drove. And so we're like, we concluded within about a 10-minute investigation <laughs> that the phones weren't in the house. They weren't where we left them. They're not on the charges. There's nowhere to be found. One of those eight girls, seven, eight girls, took the phones. Oh, uh. Both of the phones. It's very bold. And so, I'm like, Yeah, it's about time. From you know, we in the in the in the you know on the floor, and everybody sleeping in their little spots on the beds, and and we trying to figure like, yo, your mom gonna be home later, so like, what we finna do about this? Yeah, like you know, either we gonna find the phones or we got to tell them how we lost the phones. (laughs) and so we're concluding like we're gonna get these phones back before she get back to the crib. Okay and so how the plan went well we didn't have a plan so we was just like you know y'all just had to go at the objective we had to go over there to you know help with the investigation we had to go over (laughs) there and figure out and there nobody else parents was gonna help so I ended up getting my older brother to um drive us to their house yeah and so we drive to there and this is where shit gets so. So, this is later in the day. That was four, five, six, seven o'clock in the morning. You know, Sunday after everyone starts going home. Parents start picking people up. Mm-hmm. So, now it's just we're losing numbers here. Yep. So, you know, now it's just like me and two other people. But we the main ones, you know, who be here all the time. We basically live here. We like his brothers. So, everybody end up going home. And, you know, eventually I go home. And so, that's when I explain to my brother what happened. Like, man, this happened, this happened, and we need your help. So, it's about 5, 6 o'clock in the afternoon now, you know, getting towards, you know, the sun starting to set. And, you know, I'm telling him, like, yo, just take us over there and we'll figure it out. You just mm. stay in the car. You're the adult. You don't got to get out. Yeah. And so, we pull up over there, you know, we investigate and, you know, we looking through the blinds and shit. We like, so we see one of the girls. On the red, I- it was a red oh, iPhone. God. It was. A, it wasn't no red case. It was a red <laughs> iPhone. Yeah. This was the only red phone out right now. Yeah. so You know, you the only, odds of her having Come that. on, you're on. Yeah. You, you're on the red iPhone. And so, when we knocked on the door, she come to the door. She came to the door. We didn't want to hear the hoopla she had to say because mm. we just seen you on the phone, lady. Yeah. And so, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, cussing, yelling. My brother's standing behind us. It's like four or five of us. And she ends up slamming the door in our face. Get out of here. I ain't giving y'all nothing. Uh, we turn around. We're like, What well, what do we do now? My brother's sitting there shaking his head the whole time. Like, y'all don't understand what y'all need to do. I'm like, he's letting us learn on our own what we need to do. Horrible influence. Mm. As, at the, for this situation, horrible influence. That's and interesting because
0: so, I don't even know what to do.
1: Yeah, so we just didn't know what to do. We're like, so we can't, like, kick the door in and make them give us the phone. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so, you know, he said, he pr- proposed a plan. Why don't y'all just take the phone she had in her hand, the phone that she actually had in her hand, just take that phone. And so I'm like, that's not a bad idea. And I'm the fastest one in the group, <laughs> feet and hands. Oh, okay. And so I'm to the side of the door, and she opens the door up, and first thing I do is, you know, they're talking back and forth, the him and Zay and her. Four G's and her talking back and forth. And the first thing I do is, you know, I wait for a guard to drop and I just snatched I snatched the phone so fast she didn't have time to lock the phone. It was unlocked. Oh. Snatched it, took off running. <laughs> Boom. We gone. Boom. As soon as I took it, my brother said, I right, bet we gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hopped in the car. That's when chaos broke out. <laughs> chaotic. Instantly chaotic. I take off running. No one's faster than me out out here outside in this area. No one's faster than me. I take off running. I'm running backwards. I'm I'm running laps around them. Yeah, I'm laughing. I'm joking yeah, for real. Um, one of them, one of them's at the back of the car. The younger sister's at the back of the car. She's like hands crossed, protesting us. I'm not moving until you guys give us the phone. Ah, uh, classic. Classic. One of them's fighting Zay. One of them fighting 4 <laughs> She she tripping. I don't know what she thinking. Because Zay hit you. I don't know what oh, she God. thinking. But, yeah. um, you know, eventually we hop in the car. They move out the way. You got to move, what you're going to get ran over. Yeah. And so, and, um, you know, um, they move. I don't get into the car until they pull, like, 50, 60 yards down the street. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just catch up. They're still chasing me. So I'm like, I'm going to just catch up to y'all. I, yeah. You know, turn the speed up a little bit, take off a little bit, hop in the car. <laughs> we peel out. Arr! we like, okay, well, when y'all want y'all phone back, we're going to bring y'all your phone back. All right. All right, so, ah. and then we're gonna get you our phone, boom, vice versa, we're gonna flip, we're gonna switch, we're gonna uh, uh. hell, yeah, leverage, you know, but unfortunately, what we did know is this was her mom's phone, so uh. <laughs> and so. So when we got the phone, you know it's still unlocked. I'm going through the phone and shit. I'm all on the Instagram, Ooh, looking, through, <laughs> yeah. looking through the messages and shit, looking through the pictures. Oh yeah, you gotta go through and the so pictures. I'm just right. like, fuck it. Like I'm on the way home,
0: just looking through it. And Best so, case scenario, you find a tit in there or something. Oh right? yeah,
1: I'm using something as leverage. Oh yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I'm getting you back. <laughs> and so uh, we um we eventually like drop everybody off. You know we go home and matter of fact, we didn't even drop everybody off. We dropped the one person off who needed to get dropped off, and we all went back to Zay crib. Because this is where they... Okay, this, if they're going to come back and give us the phone, this is where they're going to come. Yeah, they know where to go. And so, we in there, and we start getting calls to that phone. Like, from the mother. And she's... Man. We're thinking like, okay, this is the mom. Okay, we're okay. Because the phone call we were getting was from one of the girls, and we knew that it was one of the... Whoever's phone this was was calling the mom's phone. And so... She's calling. She's belligerent. I'm like, this is the exact opposite of what I expected. Completely belligerent. Ah, give me my phone back. I'm about to call this. I'm about to call them. They're going to come over there and do that and do this. We're like, man, we just want our phones back. Uh, the only We didn't just come and take y'all phones. Yeah, if we yeah. stole your phone, why would we answer the phone? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. And so we're just explaining to her the reason we did this is because your daughters were here last night. And they stole two of our very expensive brand new phones. We need those back in order to give you this. Is, this is totally rational communication here. And she's like belligerent. I'm going to call my son and he got guns. He on that blood. Uh, I'm terrified at this point. I'm uh-huh. like, <laughs> I'm completely terrified <laughs> because I'm like, I'm 16, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. want, we were just having fun. They're the thieves. We had to resort. <laughs> we had to go drop to their level to try to get uh, results. <laughs> and so eventually, like, she hangs up and we're just like, dude, what do we do? That's gonna be gang members here soon. So we're like, oh hell no. So we we turn all the lights off and we're just sitting in there for like ten minutes. We're just looking outside, like, when they pull up, what we gonna do? Like, they're they're gonna pull up any second now, huh? So we like, we like, okay, let's just hide and watch the house so when they come here (laughs) good yeah so we're across the street in the shadows watching the front of his house we're literally across the street yeah just in the shadow watching and so we're outside and we're like we look around we look at each other we're like bro what the fuck are we doing out here we're outside watching your house scared bro what the fuck bro go in the house what are we doing so we go back in the house turn the lights on get on the game like we're like what the fuck we're out here tweaking bro and so eventually like we start seeing, like, flashlights outside. Oh. So we, like, we turn the lights off again. We, like, hold on. Who the fuck did they? Who are her son? Splinter Cell? Fucking Jason Bourne? <laughs> so we look outside. Bruh, it's 12, bro. We, uh, like, man, these motherfuckers called the police. Damn. Man, these, damn. They copped out. They jumped out the game early. Yeah. I thought we was playing the game here. And so that's when I knew shit was going to get serious at that point. I answered the door. I'm on the most mature, so I answered the door. And I'm, like, hello, sir. How you doing? He's like, oh, the reason we're here is because we got reports of stolen property over here. And we're just trying to figure out, bro, I just gave him the phone here. Like, bro, we're not thieves, bro. Like, if we really stole this phone, I wouldn't have gave it to you. Like, we stole it. I ain't going to say we yeah, <laughs> stole yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. We stole it, but if we was they thieves, don't know that. If, we were, if we was really thieves, yeah, and, and we really was thieves, like, we wouldn't get y'all the phone back. I don't know what you're talking about, officer. You have a warrant. You're talking to minors. You're oh, not even supposed he, to be here. Yeah, you he busting but out that law shit. Like, I didn't even bust that shit out. I'm saying that <laughs> oh, shit okay, now. Okay, I was okay.
0: terrified. I was gonna say that's impressive.
1: It, it, I didn't have the nuts to say that. <laughs> I had a sixteen year <laughs> yeah, old yeah, yeah. at my friend's house and his mom's supposed to be home any any point in time. I just wanted the situation to be fixed as soon as possible. And so I gave him the phone. We ended up having to call his mom. Mm. I ended up having to call my mom or my, you know, my brother's girlfriend at the time. Or, nah, she's still his girlfriend. And so, she pulled up. His mm-hmm. mom picked up. We had explained to her, like, the girls was over there. And they mm-hmm. stole both of his phones. And, you know, she was she was pissed. She was disappointed. She okay. wasn't mad. She uh. was just like, I'm just disappointed in you guys. You guys all know better than this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. not know Please be mad. But, you know, we ended up, I ended up, I didn't get trouble. Because my brother was the, the damn getaway driver yeah. so he was the one who proposed the idea i went home and everything was normal for me but i could not go over his house for like three months bro uh, that's always so tough right when you break that bond that and relationship with like the
0: your homies like parents and shit or where that they trust. think you're a bad influence bro I, that that was my childhood bro I, like the, for all of my childhood my friends parents for some reason thought i was the hood i'm like if only you knew that your kid is making <laughs> your me kid is the smoke one weed. Dude. He like, is
1: the bad in the <laughs> moments.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro. That shit is always so tough. Because then, like, <laughs> what do you do, right? What do you do to build that fucking, like, relationship back? It's, you can't it's, do it's nothing about hard. it.
1: It took years to get there. Yeah. That was one of the craziest experiences, you know, I've ever had, you know. And um, one thing I did want to interject into that was, you know, did she snitch? Was that snitching? <laughs> yeah, I think she did. All right, but we're gonna get into that we gotta f- try to figure out what is snitching what yeah so
0: the snitch- cameras just died to
1: the, <laughs> and but fuck it we're gonna roll bro we're gonna just keep it going fuck. okay so where we left off man we was talking about you know the we're situation about snitching. yeah we the, lady about snitch. The, the, the situation that happened and if she was a snitch or not because she was screaming all that gang gang stuff and, but she called the cops and she called the police yeah. so you know um with snitching um only, um, gangsters and thugs can snitch, Mm. specifically gangsters and thugs. um. Yeah. So
0: I I heard about, that's an interesting topic because I was hearing about that shit when like six, nine was going through it. Right. They, they they're classifying him as a civilian. So some people were like, he didn't snitch because that's what you're supposed to do as a civilian. But he was saying like, you know, I'm a fucking gangster and you know, I guess it all depends on what you classify yourself as. Right.
1: You can classify yourself as a goldfish. That doesn't mean you're a <laughs> yeah, goldfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, that makes sense. But yeah. six nine, it was more of his image. It was like, uh, it, he, it's was he, he, yeah, he was what he rapped about. Yeah, he was portraying said. that image, and he was a, a a gang member as well. So you're not just an artist. You're like a gang member. That's an artist. You know, with you know, backed by the gang members. So. For you to, he snitched, he mm. snitched. Yeah, no, he wasn't a civilian, bro. He, was <laughs> he has six nine all over his face and his body, like he's right. a gang member, bro. Like
0: yeah you know, so. No. Well, not just because you have tattoos. No, no, no. Like,
1: tattoos. It's just when you start putting them on your face and like you don't care, you're an open, active gang member. Right? Mm. That's obvious. Like this, he's clearly not trying to hide it. Like, and not only was it in his music, it was just like. He was in that environment, and if he yeah, was... Yeah, also,
0: I think he did everything that he said that he did. If he was
1: just... He probably didn't. He probably wasn't, like, rolling up on people and shooting at people and stuff like that. I he he that's what he had got some, convicted for, though. That's why I think that's why he, he did the time that he did, because he... He only got time served, if you remember. He was locked up, but yeah, he was just locked yeah, up surrounding the, end, the he case. Did. He was just time served. When he got out, he just got out on protective custody. But with the snitching scenario, um, civilians can snitch, like... That's that's what's wrong with the like you're not even necessarily the black community. It is a lot of the black community because they're the like leaders in the gangster rap and thug rap type stuff, but
0: So they kinda like up uphold like oh, you yeah. know, all that Definitely shit. it's yeah. definitely
1: a lower income thing, like <laughs> Bruh, lower income thing. <laughs> it's definitely a lower income thing because yeah. Yeah. um it's just telling the truth, bro. Like, if you've seen this happen, like, you need to speak up about that shit, bro. It's like... Cause
0: Wait, pe- so are you trying to say... Okay, so you said a civilian can snitch. Let's get that right. It's not snitching. But it's you're not a civilian snitching. Yes, you need but to you tell the are, police what you've seen. Yeah, yeah, you okay. are a witness,
1: bro. Yeah. You, you're you not a gangster. You're a regular nine-to-five person, bro. Like, you need to call the police and tell them what happened, bro. Because if you don't, you, go, you probably, they probably going to call you anyways. Yeah. So you might as well... So you should
0: shit. always assume that, you know... If there's a witness, they're probably gonna fucking you know they're probably gonna tell you. You should that's probably just do. do the good
1: thing, do the right thing. That's what you probably should do. Like if you see some stuff happen, don't get me wrong. Like, if you see something so, happen,
0: you right here, you're telling me right now. You witness somebody get fucking shanked outside, and you, in the cops pull up, like you're, and now you're the well, witness. So first what you, things
1: first. If I see a uh, shanking taking place, <laughs> and I'm within the right. I'm gonna try to help the person, bro. Right, right. right. I got guns and shit. Like you trying to stab somebody with a knife. I mean, I got a gun, bro. So you need to stop doing that first oh, of okay. all. It depends on the situation, like you know. I'm not gonna risk my life for somebody else's life, but you know, I'll help. I care about life. You know, I'm not gonna just let you get shanked. Right, but and I'm stabbed. saying when when the, well,
0: the when the cop comes, say like the scenario. Yeah. Then the, the scenario the, came.
1: The, he got shanked. What do I do? Yeah. I'm gonna tell him, bro. It was a guy. He was about five ten.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you'll tell him exactly I'm like gonna what, it him was. what happened. Tell him what happened. Of course. Okay. I
1: mean, I'm a civilian, bro. Now let's say Now
0: say you knew that guy. You're not his friend, but you knew him. You knew him from high school. You know what I'm saying? Are you dropping his fucking government name and all that shit? You're going that deep. So how deep do you go? You know what I'm saying? That's mm. where shit gets like, you know, blurry. The, the lines get blurry where you're like, okay, should I do this? Like, you know, like
1: Okay, so Okay, yeah. I like that scenario. Yeah, yeah. Let's say I know a guy. And he just did some bullshit in front of me. Uh He wasn't there with me. He just happened to be there, and I know him.
0: Yeah, and you're not his friend or nothing like that, but you know him from high school.
1: And, you know, he did some... If he did some foul shit, bro, like... He did some foul shit, I'm gonna tell, bro. (laughs) He did some foul... (laughs) Hey, I'm saying it on camera. He did some foul... (laughs) This nigga just shot... He just shot a car full of people and killed two kids in the back, bro. You're going to jail, bro. You gotta serve your time, bro. I'm not a street person, bro, so... I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, tell you. Yeah, you have
0: no uh, street code or street laws I don't got that no you code. have. To, even
1: the code, even the street codes, dumb as hell. But no, I don't have no code. I follow the code of what's right and what's wrong, bro. Yeah, the
0: moral code, like moral you know what code, code. Would, yeah, would you like, determine that? You know, what I'm saying I, at that stage. I feel like I should help this man out by, you know, probably catching the motherfucker who just yeah, shot like, them. Yeah, like,
1: if we was in the club, and I knew somebody in there, we in there having fun, and he starts shooting into the crowd, and he kills an innocent bystander. And I know exactly who did it. And he, he I got him on Instagram, I'm looking at him. I'm gonna tell the police he did it, bro. Because also, he could do that,
0: you know, in a future time. So yeah. by, you know, having him arrested, you could probably fucking, you know avoid that same shit happening somewhere else. So in in my my instance, and the cops fucking end up catching him because you knew who he was and you told them. That could prevent another motherfucker from getting (laughs) shanked in the future. You know what I'm saying? Or some other crazy shit. No, definitely.
1: That's definitely what I take. I take things like that into account because I feel like I'm saving him. You know, to a certain extent, or I'm saving him or her, regardless of their, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. let's not get into that. Uh, <laughs> cancel <laughs> culture now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm saving them to a certain extent. Um, I actually have a situation like that, um, where I actually had to call the police on somebody. Oh, okay. Um, this was fairly recently, so, um, it, there's probably no case about it, so I can speak about it. But, yeah, fuck uh, it, man. I'm door dashing one day, I'm door dashing, it's probably like, it's late night, door dashing, getting, getting, getting to the back, the chicken back. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I'm door dashing at these uh, extended stay, you know, those extended stay oh, hotels. Oh, hell uh, no. Those $600 a month. Yeah. Extended stay hotel. You, you got to go in there with the militia with you. You can't just go in there. And so, you know, I'm ex- uh, delivering at this apartment, you know, r- or room on the second floor, you know. And as I'm the staircase to get to the second floor where I'm delivering it to, you know, I walk past a room and they're just screaming and fighting and. Man, he's kicking her ass in there, bro. Oh shit! Like, yeah, now he's like, she's screaming, "Get out of my room! Get out! I, I pay for this. You need to get out!" And you know, every so often, you know, she would open the door and he would slam it, and then it would be more wrestling and fighting. And I'm like, bro, like it's getting progressively worse. And I'm just like, after I drop the food off, I'm just at this point, I'm just standing there listening, like, damn,
0: what should I do? Right, yeah. So, so that's know, when your morals kicking. Yeah, where you're it's like, like damn, okay, what is like, the moral like? like I just walk this, can, away? this
1: can go left very quickly, you yeah. know. And in my head, it's like I don't want this ass whooping to turn into a murder. And you know, I'm watching the news, and then my, you know, somebody's. I like, could have hey, done
0: something about damn. it. Damn, I'm like,
1: bro, I was there, bro. I seen those. I was, I was talking. I was talking right down the hall from those people. And so, you know, I, you know, I had something to protect me. So I felt like I was in my right to, um, you know, I called the police. I dialed nine one one and talked to the operator and told her, you know, I got some. A uh, public disturbance, and I told her, uh, you know, where we was at, at the exact location, and, you know, and they pulled up within minutes. Bro, they pulled up within two minutes, bro. Two police Damn. cars pulled up in two minutes. And, you know, after I called the police, bro, you know, I walked past. I did some. I made a mistake. I, I made a mistake. Oh, <laughs> so yikes. So I, I called the police, but when I called them, I walked past the room, and she was at the door begging him to get out. And as I'm walking past, I just didn't look at her. I just said, I called 12. Ain't no, you just fucking, bro. I just said, I called 12. I, <laughs> I told her, like, I called 12. And this this idiot, she's like, you called the police? Are they on the way? I'm like, bro, what? you acting like it's not an angry man in there with you. Like, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, and so as I'm walking down the stairs, the guy comes out the room he comes out he follows me downstairs yeah. bro. like this, this this is kind of a scary situation now i had one in the head now okay before this before i even called the police i cocked my you know what i'm saying pop, just to make sure you know it's, it's ready high and ready and so he follows me downstairs bro and i'm like looking over my shoulder he yeah. followed me and got all black he looked he looked throwed off so i'm like he's following me you know i walk all he follows me all the way up to my car bro mm. and he's like um is that you is that you who said you called the police and i said you talking to me nah bro i ain't called the police i don't know what he talking about now nah, he called the police he went that way i said nah somebody else called the police man they went that way he walked off but i had my hand on my you know what i'm saying Yeah, you're I was thinking, hey, I, hey no cap and i was i was i really didn't want to do that though that's why i called you know i called myself you know i I was explaining to my brother, you know, I was telling him the same story, and I was just saying like, I would rather help. I heard um one of the top top dog snitches say uh Charleston White, bruh, he that said, man is goofy, bruh. He's he's a, he's a good uh interviewee though. He's really good. Yeah. But I heard him say, you know, I want to save the person, you know, and I wanted to like save him from crashing out, basically. Like mm. you in there beating her up, bro. Like, what if you beat her up so bad you end up killing her? Right. Now you're going to jail for. You're looking at 20, 25, 30 years.
0: Oh, so that's an interesting perspective. So you're not just saving her. You're saving him from himself. Yes. Oh,
1: he's shit. He's caught He's caught in his emotions, bro. Right. Like, he's finna crash out. He finna kill somebody. He finna do something he can't take back and then be in there scratching his head. Like, wow, like, I wish I wouldn't have did that.
0: But then in that instance, what is to stop him from getting out and just doing the same, like, bullshit to another girl? You know what I'm saying? Or that same girl. Or get his revenge on that same girl. That's what I'm saying. I feel like... You might be able to stop the you know what was going on then, but maybe you might not be able to change the person. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a short term win, long term, you know, it's it's iffy, you know what
1: I'm saying? It depends.
0: I mean, but a win's a win. A it, wins, I mean that that's like I regardless, mean, you know, you stopped it from happening that night. I you know mean, what I'm
1: you're not winning at all. I mean, you're probably gaining karma points, but karma yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a win for life. Yeah, general, no, yeah, like you know, like the morality, the took morality. The it's yeah. just it's a win for the progression of life. Like even if he doesn't learn, like in that case, like God put you in the place to protect both of them.
0: Right. Like
1: I just so happened to be walking past. Yeah. yeah. Like I could have been a cop walking past right now, and then hey, stop moving, pull my gun out, and shot you on the spot. Mm-hmm. And that would have been just some crazy fucked up stuff right there. But you know, I was a concerned citizen that called and potentially saved both of y'all lives. Hundred percent. And you know, it's not only the right thing to do, but it's just I rather um, save more of you know of my race out here. You know.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, bro. I had a I had a moment like that when I was on vacation.
1: Oh no, that ain't good. I ain't never good.
0: And I was in Mexico, though. (laughs) And we were talking off camera, me and him, by the way. We were talking about, like, um, the whole gun thing and shit like that, right? I was telling him that guns in Mexico are viewed way different than they are in here, right? Definitely. Over there, they're much more lenient with everything. You could bring that bitch into a fucking concert if you want to, Brandon. Nobody's going to look at you weird. Everybody has one on them. And, like, you know, like, I was explaining to him that in Mexico, bro, sometimes they get all... Like, lit as fuck, and then they'll start popping off in there, boom, boom, boom. Just tweaking. And nobody, like, nobody, like, freaks out. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that was lit. <laughs> so, I know all this, right, in my head. And so, <clears throat> this might be a bitch-out moment. You know, this might be a bitch-out <laughs> moment, and I'm going <laughs> to explain why. So, we were, yeah, in Mexico. I was on vacation. I was with my girl, and, like, um all her family and her, or not some of our friends and shit. And we were in a more, like, rural area. So that that's what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It gets weird. The laws are shaky down there, as it is. So now and you're in a rural area, it gets weird. And there was this man um yelling at his wife and shit like that. And she was like crying in, in the middle of a restaurant, by the way. I didn't even fucking. In, in public. In public, in the middle of a restaurant, the entrance of a fucking restaurant. But nobody else is doing nothing. Everybody's just walking by, minding their fucking business.
1: Don't even give a damn.
0: Yeah. And then I'm walking by and I'm looking at this shit. I'm looking i'm like what the fuck bro i'm disgusted by what I'm saying and he like kind of like smacks her like hand her arm and i see this shit and i look at my girl i'm like yo what the fuck bro i was like yo should i fucking i tell her i'm like yo should i do something about it she's like yo i don't know bro we're n- we're not we're not in america we're bro. not home we're not we the <laughs> cops could come help you right now bro this man yeah. if you go up to him you you fucking square up to him and you like you know you punch him or you do something or you put your hands on him You can pull out the gun. He might kill you. He'll kill kill you and he'll probably get away with it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I had to take my own life into consideration at that point. I'd be like, fuck, I I really want to help this woman, bro. Like, she's like a woman. She's crying. She's obviously in distress. This man just fucking hit her arm like in public. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I thought thought this to myself. I was like, there might be a reason why all these people are not even batting an eye to what the fuck. Because if this happened at the local Waffle House, bro, that shit. There's some cops there. Right away, those fucking Waffle House employees might hop over the fucking bar and white knight that's gonna pull yeah. up and save the day. But over there, I was like, you know what? Nah, I, I can't, bro. I can't risk my own life. Bro. I'm sorry, I would love to help her, but you know what I'm saying.
1: If if you, you know what I'm saying, end up catching the, um, you know, catching what she was gonna catch. <laughs> yeah i mean i
0: was more than confident and like i was gonna i could whoop his ass like I, oh I
1: yeah just, no that's never it's it's always the unexpected like a knife but right a gun now. bro I, his no, friends bro. in the back you don't even i was know there friends.
0: in beach shorts bro i, I had no weapon bro. I, beach I, <laughs> dude i was
1: chilling <laughs> i was on vacation that man yeah, he could have done some shit to me bro. oh yeah no um definitely that was definitely a, a smart move because mm. you weren't in your natural environment you wouldn't have knew like left from right you know nah. Nah, you made the right move with that one.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like snitching and all that. Like even like, you know, calling the cops and shit like that. It gets it gets tricky for me. I, I don't I never really tapped into that. I never really knew like what was the proper thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you, you know, for us, especially like, you know, the topic of this podcast is like, you know, growing up on the north. you were always told, even though we are civilians, you know what I'm saying? We're not gang members. We were always told not to snitch. We we're always telling like, "Yo, y'all better not fucking snitch."
1: Yeah, snitches get stitches. Yeah, you're always telling that <laughs> bullshit, right? You know
0: what I'm saying? Like, if you come across some random shit, like, oh, it was, like some drug dealer like, happened right in front of you and shit like that, they'll be like, "Yo, you better not fucking tell nobody like this." Is, like, yeah, what you know, did you know see? It was just what? the culture that we were brought up on. they were, they, were, they instilled that into us. You know, no, no snitching and shit like that. So it, I guess people of our generation got that shit kind of like, mm, what, what do I do?
1: You know? Um, I think it stems from most likely the music as well. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely influenced from the music. It's just like a lot of people listening to this music all day, thinking they're somebody they're not.
0: It's crazy what's going on in Atlanta right now, bro, with the fucking music. Cause um, I think I was listening to a podcast. It might have been academics, but he was saying that rappers nowadays are actually really scared to say certain shit in the in their songs because. You know, back then you couldn't use shit against them because it's just music, you know what I'm saying? They're just portraying some shit. They're just expressing themselves. It's art. Yeah. But now, like, bro, That's why like especially artists. with the with the young thug shit and the gun and shit. Like, bro, the fucking judge is reading out his lyrics to the courtroom, like, you know what I'm saying? And they're using that shit as evidence, you know. And now you get roped them that shit with a Rico case, bro. Literally. That shit. Nah, bro. Ain't no
1: way. See, the thing about that is normally you can't even you know i might make a, a occasional song every now and then and say some things i don't do <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. realistically the, the 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 real reason to that is um when you're a public figure and you're an artist a music uh a, uh a, a, a musical a, mu- a musician or a um any person with a face like you're you have any sort of clout you can't rap about things you do and the reason um the what's going on now in the music industry is really going crazy Is because a lot of these um these um music execs are targeting lower income areas and grabbing the rappers out of those areas and those are areas...
0: Oh, okay, so do you think it's because that they know that they have gone through shit and then they'll rap about shit, so that's what of people want to hear?
1: Of course. Yeah. That's We already know what people want to hear. Yeah, some
0: gangster-ass, cool-ass shit. Some gangster shit, but I'm, stuff.
1: I'm, but I'm a suburban fucking yeah. middle-class dude. I'm, I'm a regular guy <laughs> yeah. who works at Google. And but I, I, I love listen. hearing that shit. And I love yeah, the, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the rush it gives me. 100%, yeah. Um, and it's it's a cancer because... it it, it, it messes with the um the regular civilians because these people actually do these things they rap about you know and they get caught doing these things so Mm -hmm. with the ysl case um all these things they rap about actually happen so you can't rap about something that actually happened on 20 songs and then you have 80 other songs that you expect them not to listen to and get lyrics out of. Mm-hmm. You you have a song where you literally, the, the the evidence that we have on you is parallel to the song. So why wouldn't we go 10 songs down the list on this album? Yeah. And hold on, he said he did this. He might actually did this. Yeah, mm, okay. Mm, we need to analyze this guy because <laughs> cause music is a window into not only what you do but you as a person like you rap about the you people that being rappers and stuff they be in the studio 12 20 30 40 hours man they be living in the studio for real right and these things they rap about is things that's going on like if like xx Mm -hmm. he was going through a lot of emotional depression and stuff like that and you can see it in his music like he got some fire songs
0: oh i love them bro
1: you know like depression and sadness and you can see when things are getting better in his life, when he, he makes a happy like, song, yeah, this shit, yeah. you know? And it's like, it's a reflection of what's going on in your life, not only about what you're doing, but, like, the emotional, you know, what you're going through emotionally, what you're going through spiritually, like, especially with gospel music, what you're going through spiritually, things like, so music conveys a lot of things. So it, he could be rapping about things he didn't do, but it's just like, once you do half the things you rap about, then we got to put a magnifying glass on the other things because mm-hmm. we don't know what you did. Like, it might be some unsolved things we don't even know about that you rapping about. You know what I'm saying? 100 so You shouldn't, if you were going to be a criminal, you can't be a celebrity and a criminal at the same time. It's it's impossible.
0: Yeah, I remember, I think I heard something about, I think it was D'Amigo's uh, either manager or something like that. Um, in QC, they said, like, yo, y'all got to choose. Like, y'all want to be a gangster? Or y'all want to be a rapper? And shit like that and no. it's like yo you want to choose these millions or you want to choose like what you rap about and stuff like that you, that, that's you have
1: to choose a lot you have to pick a path you mm. can't walk down both paths you can try if you ever seen uh, uh two hallways or two uh, split path you can try to walk sideways for like a few feet but then you fa- you fall flat you can't do both of them you got to take the right side or left you got to take the red pill or the blue pill mm. and um a lot of people are taking the um the, the uh the blue pill and still trying to do both trying to do both and mm-hmm. like push you can't yeah be the face of the, your record label the next upcoming artist you can't be uh what is it the, um what is it, um the freshman what is that
0: the, yeah the, the
1: xxl the xxl freshman class you yeah. can't be a part of the xxl freshman class on a magazine cover and go rob a guy right down the street yeah. in a drug deal in your in your green con- uh convertible corvette you can't do that bro yeah. <laughs> that's impossible that doesn't even make any sense anyone with common sense would not do that like you can't be a criminal and a good guy at the same time you can't do both A camera gonna catch your green car or catch you license plate,
0: everything license bro.
1: plate and you're a celebrity bro like
0: people know what you look like somebody
1: walk paparazzi might catch you with the camera doing it so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Yeah, so like come on we live in a day and age of social media somebody might have been recording you like walking out the grocery store you can people be everywhere recognize you bro you're a upcoming artist you're not even a major artist but when he got locked up for what he got locked up for he was an upcoming slash major artist so you can't you can't ride the line you can't try to do one and then do the other one and then sometimes go back to this one it don't work like that bro yeah you brought up a good uh thing actually you were talking about xxx
0: you know um by his music how you would you know rap sad ones happy ones shit like that it's crazy how music taps into everybody differently you know what i'm saying so some artists like You know how the the famous saying, like, yo, this artist saved my life. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I feel like it it probably didn't save their life, but it holds some truth. Like, they're probably like, damn, their music, like, affected my life so much. Where it's like, damn, they had a fucking impact. For me, it was actually him, bro. When he died, bro, I was, I'll never forget it. I was in Chipotle, bro. I was working in Chipotle. Yeah. I had to go outside in the back, bro. I was over there, like, crying. I was like, no fucking way, bro. Because, like, I, I was going through some, like, traumatic shit at the moment. And then, like, I, I was listening to his music, and his music kind of, like, got it me related through that to shit. it I was like, damn, but that's, Depression
1: like. Depression and. All that know, shit, you know what I'm it's saying? It's just related to you. Like, you hear the words, it feel like he's talking to you.
0: Yeah, and then, like, uh, I was actually explaining that same story to to my girl, and then she was like, oh, that's crazy, bro. How can you, like, uh, feel sadness to, like, a, you know, celebrity or an artist that you never met or anything like that? You know, they never had no direct impact. But I was like, ah, damn, but like. That's not completely true. Like, like they do it through their music, you know. what I'm saying they do it through what they portray, how they make you feel with what you're listening and stuff like that. What they so make your they, soul
1: feel? Yeah,
0: or like even Juice World and all that shit. When you know, or Mac, you know, the music that they kind of pull out, like it's like damn. Even like Takeoff, bro. My, uh, I was having a conversation with someone. Actually, I have a cool story to tell. It's not really cool. It's that kind of funny. <laughs> um, we were talking about Takeoff, me and uh, me and someone. And they were saying, like, yo, I don't understand why they get upheld to this, like, pedestal, you know what I'm saying? Especially around here, the Knopf, you know what I'm saying? Like, why do they get held up like that, you know what I'm saying? Why do people care about them so much and shit like that? And I responded, I was like, well, it's because they came from where we came from, bro. They're from, like, you know, they lived in the same environment we came from. They're cool. low-income, yeah. like, you know, Gwinnett, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they made it out. They hustled. They made it out. They made it, out, they made it big and shit like that. So... I feel like they're they're a beacon of hope that yo you can, you can make it this. out of here. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, you, it might take some hard work. It might even take some luck, but you, it can happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, but like, y'all y'all hold them up so high as if they did anything good for us, like for the community and shit like that. When do they ever come back and give back to like you know the people or anything like that? They could easily do that. You know, they could start in their own charities here in Gwinnett and do that and shit." Like that. I was like, I mean, they do do it sometimes and like that. But, like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, he was, he was just like, I mean, you know, I'm just saying. And then, you know, I didn't want to keep going back and forth. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. He'll think that. He I sounds think what like I, a hater. He sounds like Maybe. A hater. <laughs> I was like, I let him think that. But I'll think what I want. You know, I start yeah. I fuck with them. You know, they're a beacon of hope for me. But what I got out of that was, like, you know what? I think you – he was partly true. Like, you know, I think more people can help other people, right? So – it was uh, it was approaching Christmas time. Right. And I don't know if you've seen this, but there's, there's like a there's like a homeless dude on Pleasant Hill. Pleasant Hill. Is he the one Club right drive. there at the Shell gas the station? Shell, that one. With the damn tent right yes, there? Yes. Yes. Him, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> that that is you know. his little speaker right there. Yes, dude. OK, so <laughs> one time, bro, uh, I was I go to work on that side of town, so I had to I drive past him and shit like that. And it was one of these days that it was raining, bro. It was pouring and it was cold as bricks outside, bro. And I just felt so bad for him. I was like, damn, bro. Like, he's really out here, like, he like out here in surviving, these streets, bro. Right? He, he has no streets. option and shit like that. I felt so bad, bro. I did that I felt like almost crying. I was like, damn. So I was like, you know what? I'm in a position where I could probably help this man out, bro. I'm going to do something good for him. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I'm not going to put no, I'm, gonna make, I'm not going to make this no video. You're not going to catch me talking about it. And the only reason I'm talking about this right now is because it has, like, some, it, the ending is kind of weird. So, um, yeah, this was before Christmas, right? So, I went to Walmart and I bought a bunch of shit. I bought, I'm not going to say the amount, but I bought a good amount of shit, bro. duffel bag full of, like, uh, blankets, clothes, you know. I, I, I did some research onto like, you know, what homeless people need the most, you know what I'm saying, especially around wintertime. Bought him a bunch of shit. I, put, I even threw a pack of cigarettes in there, actually. Some Newports in there.
1: <laughs> Funny, just for morale.
0: Yeah, just for, hey, if, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? If you fuck with it, you fuck with it, right? Um, And then, like, the next couple days, I, I drive by, and I don't see him there. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Where'd he go? And it, it was, like, a solid two weeks, bro. I didn't see him until one day I saw him there. And it was crazy because it was another rainy day and shit like that. And then uh, I pull up into the shell. And I hop out the whip. It's fucking pouring, bro. Like it's pouring, pouring. But I'm like, I'm, I have to give it to him, bro. I, I've been holding this fucking duffel yeah. bag full of shit for so long, waiting bro. Yeah, I was like, and I was so happy. I was like, yes, bro. I'm gonna make this man's day, bro. It's gonna be fucking awesome, bro. I'm finally doing something, you know, for my community. Exactly. So I pull up on him. He's there with the radio and everything. I'm like, I'm like, hey, excuse me, sir. And he like kind of cuts the radio. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. I was like, I, I came up with like good vibes and everything. I was like, yo. I, I've been looking for you for the past two weeks, man. Like, dude, I have this duffel bag full of stuff that I got for you, specifically for you, man. I see yeah. you out here, you know. I'm on, you know, I'm trying to help you out. He's like, he's like, oh, you got like, you know, clothes and blankets and stuff. I was like, yeah, that and then some other stuff. You know, I got like toothpaste, some cigarettes in there. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm good, bro. I was like, okay. I was <laughs> like, I thought I didn't hear him correctly. I was like, oh yeah, I was like, oh, you don't want this? He's like. I'm good. I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "Well, I hope you have a good day." And he was like, "You too, man." And I just get back in my car and I I sit there for like three minutes. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I got told that I'm good by almost dude. There was some good ass shit in there, bro. Some top quality. Did you shit, take bro. it back? No, I still have I still have the duffel bag in my car to this day. I'm waiting till like you know I go to Atlanta or something and I see like you know another man there. But I didn't I didn't I never wanted to you know do it for clout or nothing I never wanted to make a video out of it because I feel like that shit is when you start getting there, like there's, a little weird. there's nothing wrong with making a video out of it I don't know it, it, true true but I feel like sometimes you can see through people's intentions oh like yeah they, no, you know some people want to get like, like yeah I helped
1: a homeless person see yeah
0: but for me <laughs> i I explained that to that person too like i I like if it's gonna get you to to do something good Film it, bro. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? As long as you have consent from the person you're yeah. filming, you know what I'm saying? If they don't want to be on camera, you know what I'm saying? Well, don't go pointing a camera at as someone that doesn't Random want a camera people. on them. Yeah, it's weird, bro. Um, so, yeah... Yeah, I was like, fuck it, man! At least I try to do something for my community. At least I tried being that person yeah. that that yeah. man told me, like, you know, there's not enough a lot of people out there. Well, here I am, bro. I try doing something, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give it to some to some homeless man somewhere out there, you know? Yeah,
1: no, I definitely, I always get back to a, Honestly, I get back to a particular homeless. I got a homeless friend, bro.
0: Oh yeah,
1: I always see him on my side of town, man, over there on, on in Lawrenceville, man. I sometimes I be seeing him tripping out. <laughs> I'm like, it's, yeah man the last time i seen him it, 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 it made me mad bro because when i when i when i um when i talk to him i always i don't just talk to him about bullshit bro mm. i tell him like a, plan, a wisdom bro. Shit. Like yeah on some real shit i told him last time i talked to him bro i said how much money do you make every day doing this shit he was like you know sometimes i give him money sometimes i might give him a 10 or a 20 i'm like sometimes i might give him a 10 or a 20 but um for the most part, you know, anytime I see a particular homeless man, you know, I always help him out. And one day I seen him tweaking out, man. He was, he was, he kept saying something like meth. He kept saying meth oh. or like crack. He just was <laughs> screaming. He was screaming like crack. Yeah. And it was just like, bro, like, he probably spent all his money to get that drug. Um. And it was just like, um, it made me mad because you know, every time I talk to him, um, I I give him advice. I give him life advice. Like, you know, I, I asked him, how much money? How much money do you make, bro, every day doing this? And he said, you know, sometimes he might make 10 15 30 40 $100, $100 plus. I'm like, Damn. Man, you're making man. more than a lot of people out here. Yeah, bro. And I told him, bro, because um, I recently, not recently, within the last few years, I bought some lawnmowers for an investment, like, you know, some, some a, a pallet of lawnmowers. Uh and I was telling him, like, bro, like, if you save up enough money, and um, he told me somebody, yeah, a guy offered me a landscaping job, and, you know, I've been thinking about it. Uh. I said, what are you thinking about? <laughs> what are you thinking about, bro? You don't have
0: no job, bro. So at that point, you would assume, like, his homelessness is, as a choice at that point. He be
1: saying, he just, every time, every now and then, he'd say some weird stuff. He was telling me, like, yeah, I got this, uh, I got this girl, man. She wants me bad, Ooh. bro. Like she wants me to come stay with her. I'm like, okay. okay well, why are you out here? Then? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing out that here? That Sounds nice. He just sometimes I can tell when he capping, like yeah. yeah so he yeah, was telling yeah. me about the landscaping job, and I'm like, bro, it don't matter. He said he pay him sixty a day. I'm like, okay, that's modern day slavery. But mm-hmm. you do it, bro. You do it. That's yeah. guaranteed sixty dollars a day. I said, if you come to me, I'm a. If you come to me. I I'll give you a more for hundred dollars, hundred fifty dollars. Mm. That's two days worth of work, bro. You can work five days. If, if anything, you homeless, bro. You can work seven days a week, <laughs> right. but they're probably not <laughs> open seven days a week. Yeah, yeah, honey. But you need to be working every day you can, available. And I give. I told him I'll give you a more bro. I give you a more and then I said then you can charge a hundred plus. You can charge the same thing that guy's charging. He gonna give you all the tools necessary to do the job, and you gonna learn on the job. It's like you a landscaping yeah. intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can buy those same tools he taught you how to use. Save up, get an 800 nine hundred dollar beat up Tacoma that you don't gotta get emissions on every year. Mm-hmm. Get you an eighty, uh, eighty nine, a ninety, ninety two, or a ninety three, and then do landscaping. And I gave him that plan, and I say, man, as long as you execute that, I'll help you. As long as you help yourself, that's what I told him. Like I'll help you, bro. And then that was before I seen them tweaking out on the drugs. I was like, mm. bro, I'm like, bro, it's discouraging, bro. I want to help you. Yeah, a lot of times you want
0: to help people, but they don't want to help themselves. So exactly. at that point, it's just like, all right, well, I did my part, right? I did, I did, did I my moral, do. like, what I consider my moral obligation to myself to, like, you know, spit some wisdom.
1: You know, the least I can do is free. Literally. And, you know, if they don't take it, they don't take it. Bro. You know, God only going to give them so many chances. Yeah. You know, he only so now he only going to be so nice to you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, I say we wrap it up there, but this has been, this is actually,
0: I think, my longest podcast to date, bro. We we definitely going to get you back on here, bro. You're actually a really good fucking, oh, yeah. no, that's we out here up. for real, bro. No cap, we <laughs> represent it. Now. for straight the now 30 baby. 30,
1: you already know what's going on. Please, all
0: right, baby, bro. we're fucking out. N85 Podcast again. Tune in every Monday. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. We're on the road to 10,000 subscribers by the end of this year. Yes, that sir. is my goal. And no we're going to fucking reach it, bro. We gonna TikTok, do it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of it. Five stars. Let's go. We out. T25, we out.